In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read All I Have in the World by Lenore Candle from the collected poems of Lenore Candle. All I Have in the World All I have in the world, dark brown hair and a restless mind. I can feel the earthquakes underneath my feet waiting to explode, to erupt, to go boom. I am waiting. I am squatting in the middle of my floor, Buddha-postured, lily-livered. I am getting rather bored. I am tired of my navel, as exquisite as it is, and the floor is getting harder, getting harder all the time. I am waiting for explosions, for vast tremors of the earth, smithereens and smashings, constellations going wild. I am bored with sitting wisely. I am tired of being calm. I'd like to sit on mountaintops and watch the lava flow and aid in flinging boulders at the commoners below. I would like to burn the house down and move to somewhere else, or walk the streets at midnight, laughing madly to myself, take my car and run down people who are smugly marching home with their grubby bags of pickles held beside them, and shibboleths and syllogisms, Sunday schools and soap, wouldn't mean a single bloody thing, not a thing. I'm getting sick of lollipops, the nausea of the age, sitting smugly, sitting wisely, so remotely all alone. But can navel gazing quite replace a well-played side trombone? I'll implode myself, enfold myself, a single bloodshot eye, watching oh so sadly as the fragments all drift by. For I'm getting rather tired, and I'm getting rather bored, and if something doesn't happen, I'll go stark, staring, boom. Thank you. And on to the commentary for All I Have in the World by Eleanor Candle. Just a quick note, that's not the title of the poem. The poem actually doesn't have a title. That's just the first line, which is usually what happens if a poem doesn't have a title. It just gets referred to by the first line. The more I read Lenore Candle's work, the more I enjoy it and appreciate it for what it is, especially when you read it out loud. I think because when you do read poetry aloud, you're paying more attention to what you're saying and you're paying more attention to how you enunciate what you're saying. And so with this poem I just read, I initially somehow missed the rhyming scheme when I read it to myself. But then when I kind of did a practice run of reading out loud just to make sure I was getting, you know, the line was scanning properly when I read it, I became very aware of that kind of subtle and gentle rhyming scheme that's going on in there. And what I also like is it, it's not consistent. It kind of appears and then just when you're getting used to it, it kind of stops and then kind of not jarring in a bad way, but kind of, you know, this isn't about the rhyme, it's about the story that's being told. And so I, I, that's one of the things I kind of hope I got through in the recording is that it's not about the rhyme, it's just about what the actual poem is telling you. And I resolved for good or real to not try and explain poems. I don't mind explaining why I choose to read certain poems, but I don't want to say this is what the poem is about because what you hear and what I read may not necessarily be the same thing and I'm kind of happy to leave it like that. I'm just going to quickly plug Lenore Candle's book. It's the collected poems of Lenore Candle. If you're interested in this kind of poetry or you just 
you know, looking for something different, definitely check this book out. It's really good. It's worthwhile. And it's available in Book Depository. So, you know, free shipping, which is always handy. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time.